Welcome back to another episode of Dharma Daddies. Today we're going to talk about how to set a definitive goal and achieve it. Before we get started, if you're listening on Spotify, drop us a follow. Keep listening to us on your on your uh, long or very short commute to work. And over a series of short commutes, you might be able to get an episode in. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, hit that notification bell, like, subscribe. Get a, People still don't roast me. I've been asking all of you to roast me. You still haven't roasted me. One friend of mine who I have no idea who the German dinosaur is, but I will find out who. They yeah. called me a daddy, so it was actually a compliment. It wasn't what I was going for at all. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you don't want to roast me. But uh, follow us on Instagram at Dharma Daddy's Podcast so you can stay up to date when we're going to drop some new episodes and content for you guys. But welcome back. Who do we have today? Who do we have today, Wyatt? Yep. So everybody, welcome back to episode six. Uh, pleasure to have you all. Thanks for tuning in. Um, before we even introduce the guest for tonight, I'd like to talk about Dharma real quick. Let uh, everybody know an update. We actually launched this week. Um, we did a discount code. We sold out of a lot of things very fast. Um, it was a great first launch. Um, still plenty of items left if you want to go snag one. But yeah, dude, super excited. We've been waiting on this for a while now. I say a while. I launched the brand two months ago. Feels like forever, though. Jesus. Yeah, it's been been a short, <laughs> short, long time coming. Um, it's been a journey. I've learned a lot of things. I made a lot of mistakes. But regardless, um, it's only up from here now. So I'm super excited. Um, but yeah, we got us a nice little guest today. We got our buddy. Well, you introduce yourself. Who are you? Who is this? Uh, Austin Cogley. Thank you for having me. And before we get started, I want to say thank you all for having me on here. And I see all the big things. So keep it up. Keep it up. For sure, man. For sure, man. Welcome to the team. So where, where are you from? What do you do? You're a baseball coach, right? Yes, I am a baseball coach. So I'm from uh, Folsom, which is north of Covington, out in the woods. We don't have nothing but a red light and a donut stop, and that's what I tell everybody every time. The donut stop's pretty good. Though. Donut stop is very good. You know, I'd put it up there with Krispy Kreme and Dunkin' Donuts and everything like that. But, um, yeah, so you mentioned I coach baseball. So me and Dylan, who was a previous guest on here in the last episode, me and him have been doing this for about two, three years now. Um, he took over 985 Baseball from a guy named Mike Arnold. And I actually, funny story, was working with the organization before Dylan came along, kind of just as like a helping hand back in high school. And, um, you know, whenever he, he sold to the organization to, to Dylan, I was kind of grandfathered in. And he uh, took me along with him. And, you know, I mean, we, we work well together. You know, with us, we're pretty close in age all the kids love us we're young so you know we kind of connect with them kids be walking around talking about like things on tiktok and social media and we're both on there so we kind of connect with them and they like that so yeah it's a good deal man i love it i love what i do very nice so is your is your passion uh baseball do you want to continue coaching is that the route you want to take or is it something bigger you want to do i mean where, where do you see yourself in the future well there's something definitely bigger that i want to do but coaching baseball will always be a side hustle of mine baseball is my passion i played my whole life up until about two years ago um and also speaking of passion uh, working with kids is one of my passions too so whatever whatever route i go in in life i want kids to be involved um, I've all, I always want to work with kids. You know, if, if I get a job, you know, doing what that whatever with whatever company, I always want something with kids to be like a side hustle. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, hundred percent, man. I bet it's uh, super cool having. Um, I mean, we were all kids. Uh, we still are kids, but we have uh, all of our previous coaches that we all looked up to and stuff like that. Right. So I'm sure it's like super humbling to have like these little kids that you're responsible for that look up to you. And right. I mean, man, there's no, honestly there's no better feeling than having somebody look up to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, being set a great example for right. them. I mean, it's a cool thing to know that like you're setting an example for the next generation of not only ball players but you know just kids in general. Men. But having somebody look up to you is also really it holds you accountable. You know what I mean? You, you have to yeah. watch what you do, watch what you say, watch what you post. And even the things away from the field, whenever I'm away from the kids, I still like to watch what I do and say and, you know, the, the, the things that I do just because you don't want to be that type of person. Like, if you don't want to if – it's, if it's something you don't want the kids to find out about or talk about, then just don't do it. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Think, think about the – what's the word I think with the – your, your actions have consequences. You always Absolutely. have to think about the consequences to your actions. Absolutely. So you always got to make smart moves, especially as you get older in age, more and more people are watching you. Right, for sure. And Yeah. So, Skip, what, what do we got going on for the people today? What's the topic? What, what's, what's the word? The topic, as previously stated, is how to set a definitive goal and how to achieve it. So what, 
What would the first step be of doing that? I mean, first you probably got to set a goal, right? Or think of a goal, I imagine. You have to figure out what it is you really want. Now, it can be long or short term, uh, but you have to figure out, and this is crucial, most, uh, most kids our age, most people older than us, and a lot of kids in high school right now do not know what it is they want. First off, it's what do you want to do? And they were, everyone's talking about a job, right? Um, you need to figure out before all that, you need to figure out what it is you really like. What do you love to do? What do you want to do? Because you have one shot, as far as we know, at this life. You have to figure out what do I want to do with this life? And I was blessed to have uh, parents, especially a father who gave me a, a lot of work ethic and drive to help me figure out, oh, I need to figure this out right now and, and get a plan going. Um, and I'm a huge planner, you can ask Wyatt. Um, I'm usually like, hey, what time are you coming over? Like three different times today. One, I'll forget, but like two, I'm like, I'm a planner, so I want to have everything laid out. It's but, a good type of person to be. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if you plan, like, look, I'm really not that smart, half retarded, more of a meathead, really. However, I can plan things, and that erases a lot of sins and prevents a lot of failures if you plan, right? The proper planning prevents poor whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. a. Uh, you're you're a sports dude. Failure to plan is planning to fail. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Why? So, yeah. so step step one would be to figure out what you're good at, um, what you want to do, and try not to, even what you're good at, bro. Like you don't have to be good at shit. Yeah. You have to figure out what it is that you want. Yeah, exactly. And people understand what I, I'm not. Okay, what do you want? Like I know I love boats. I work on a boat. I live. I live on a glorified boat garage. Like, I love boats. That's what I'm going to spend all of my life doing with my, my family, which I'm doing this weekend, uh, with my future wife, kids. Uh, I'm, it's going to be boat stuff all the time. That's what I love to do. So early on, I knew that. I grew up doing it my whole life. I know that I don't want to spend my entire life working to make someone else's dream happen and take some pennies on the side. I got to start, you know, having a plan where I work for me and I can spend as much time as I want playing on my boat, having a grand old time. That's what I want to do. So very early on, I launched a plan. So I wasn't a great, like, boat driver necessarily when I first started. I wasn't a great leader. I wasn't a great student. You know, I wasn't really great. But I, once I figured out what I wanted, then I became good at what I had to to get where I am right now and to be where I'm going to be in five years. Um, but figuring out what you want is literally, it could be whatever. It could be as wild as you want. From that is how you figure out your goal. So pull up my notes here, but I have an example, my own personal. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll chime in real quick. So yeah, step one, write, write your goal down. Cause everybody always says like, I give a, a fitness analogy, like, Oh, I want to be in shape. But like, like Danny said tomorrow, I was like, no, if it's worth doing, you'll write Calling it. out the third daddy. If, if, it's, if it's worth doing, you'll write it down right now and you'll start making a plan. You'll start taking action today. So don't postpone your goals or like, oh, tomorrow. No, don't do that. Start today. Yeah. So write it down and hold yourself accountable to it. And you can have like a stupid, outrageous goal of being like, I want a million dollars next week. I mean, that's like way too big of a goal, right? And we're going we're gonna to get to where the – because, I mean, a million dollars in a week, I mean, that's not really a good goal just in general. It's like, what, a week is it the most you're capable of planning? Like, that's... Yeah, exactly. Simplicity shit, right. really, but... I, 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 I tend to do, like, a month-to-month type of basis. I like to play... That's good like for maintenance. Have, right. So, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know exactly what I want to do in my life. I've always known up until life hit me in the face and, you know, school didn't really work out and I had to kind of find a different option. Um... But what, I've, what, I've, what I tend to do now is a long-term goal or like a big goal for that month and then a small goal for that month. Yeah. And, and then with that being said, I like to treat myself three times. I like to treat myself once that small goal is accomplished. Then I'll treat myself whenever the large goal is accomplished. And then I treat myself at the end of the month. If I stay consistent through the whole month, I treat myself again. That's, that's good. You have – so people – right now it's really trendy to uh, – indulge in self-love self-care treat yourself oh my god there's like memes about blowing rent money on self-care like it's become laughable at this point but you have discipline backing your self-care which is really really good it's going to be a habit that sets you up for success in the long run right but i didn't always i'm gonna be honest i didn't always have that discipline nobody you know I mean? ever does. i've always been 
you know, up until, up until honestly about a year ago, I've been all over the place. You know what I mean? I didn't really have large goals. I didn't stay disciplined. I wasn't really waking up every day doing something to achieve that goal. You yeah. know what I mean? So I never really got any of my goals achieved. I was kind of just going on a day-to-day basis. But recently, man, since I've been working a lot and everything like that, a lot more of my goals are getting achieved. Um, and, you know, I'm, probably last summer, I moved out of my house and I moved to Mandeville and I live with one of my buddies who, he's a minor league baseball player. Y'all probably know Blaine and Lowe. Um, that was a big lesson for me because I couldn't really achieve most of my goals because every dollar I earned was a dollar spent. You know what I mean? I was spending mm-hmm. more than I had. So I wasn't very disciplined. But then yeah. once, and, and that was a big life lesson for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Living on my own was a big life lesson to me just because I had to learn how to manage money, manage time. And being that I wasn't managing my money and my time, I wasn't really getting any goals done. Does that make sense? Yeah. So now I moved back home with my parents and everything, and now I'm a lot more like steady-minded. Um, so I'm, I'm still kind of going on a month-to-month basis because I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what it, what, what it is I want to do. But um, I'm a lot more disciplined now. Like I said, I wasn't always very disciplined, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I think we, we can call those like uh, atomic goals, right? Yeah. Or like atomic habits. You want to explain that uh, little analogy? The, oh, the atomic habit, the whole like... Yeah, just atomic habit, the, have the same the thing spiel. with your goals. Yeah, just very, very short. So summarized. you're hitting a lot of keynotes on, uh, especially with the, with your, your monthly goals and the little rewards you get after you've successfully made, you know, one of those three steps to get right. there. Um, so it, we mentioned this in like three episodes now, but these atomic habits, so atoms being really tiny, they make up everything, right? Well, an atomic habit is a habit that you form to give yourself a 1% improvement. Now, over time, over a year, it becomes exponential. Those 1% start to add up, and it's literally 1%, 1 1%, 1%, and it starts to get exponential over time. And you get, what was the math on on a year of 1% improvements every day? It was like 135% better or something like that. I don't remember that. I forget how the the math worked out, but I mean, in the book, he does the math. He has a graph and everything. It's it's really well laid out. Basically, setting super small goals over time will help you achieve a very big goal. So it's like I want to make a million dollars by the end of the year. It's small goals. Save a hundred dollars a day. Right. Save seven hundred a week. Right. Like whatever, whatever the math would be to calculate that. Your smaller goal would be okay. I need to make this much a day, this much a minute, that much an hour. Right. Yeah. Because when you only have those really big goals and you don't really focus on like you know the step by step process that takes to that big goal, you almost feel overwhelmed because you wake up every day like man, like I'm not making any progress, this and that, and then people quit. But whenever you make like a monthly goal to reach that big goal, then you start to see progress. You know what I mean? Whether it just be saving money to get out of your house, which is one of my goals right now. I'm trying to get out of my parents' house. Um, so even though like every day I wake up and I go to work, and it, it's it's almost like a repeating cycle every day. You know, wake up, go to work, go home, go to sleep. It almost feels like I'm not gaining any progress. But whenever I check my bank account and I see that I'm saving money, I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. I can finally get to that goal. So into my end of summer goal. So. July, end of, end of July, August, maybe even September is to get an apartment with a friend, you know, get out of my parents' house and, and, and try to try to do what I did last summer by living on my own, but in a much better, like more disciplined way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, living on your own for the first time definitely, definitely tests you for sure. Right. I've done it twice. So freshman year of college, I actually went to Mississippi State. That was a huge lesson for me just because that was my very first time living on my own. I didn't have a job, so I was living all of saved money. You know what I mean? I was eating really bad. I was not going to the gym. I was in the worst shape of my life. I was having a lot of fun, you know what I mean? Because I went to a new city. I was the only guy from my high school that went to Mississippi State, so I was forced to make new friends, which was good. But at the end of the day, I wasn't getting any progress done. I wasn't doing very good in school. I was really only focused on, you know, I'd go to class, go home, I'd go hang out with friends, kind of stuff like that. So yeah. that was a huge lesson for me, more on the more on the school side of things, with your grades and class and everything like that. And living on my own the second time, that was a huge lesson more on the financial part of things. Does that make sense? So those are two huge yeah. lessons that I've learned by living on my own. So hopefully this, you know, third time's a charm. This third time getting out of the house, I can really mm-hmm. get it down pat. That, um... Yeah, I think I think after learning discipline the hard way or the necessity for you right. getting some discipline, I think it's gonna it'll wash away a lot of mistakes 
that were previously made. Absolutely. Now that you got your shit together, you have a plan, you have your discipline. So discipline's a big thing in, in achieving those goals. But let's let's break it down a little bit. So for me, I think I was uh, I was like 14. I was a freshman in high school when I was serious, and I was like, everybody asked me, "What do you want to do?" I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go to the premier institution for Mariners in the world. I'm gonna go to school there, and I'm gonna go work." on a ship and I'm going to do that until I can get out from underneath that little umbrella and do my own thing as an entrepreneur which I didn't really understand that until I I got out of school like last year I realized oh I need to like start owning a lot of things like property and and building wealth you know to to not have to work for the rest of my life doing things I don't really (laughs) want to keep doing for the next 20 years Um, but I was like you know I want to go to the United States Merchant Marine Academy that's our at, at like that's it's a it's a federal military academy but it's now the my king's point boys are gonna be like dude you're an idiot but it's i mean it really is to get in there it's on ivy league level school shit right. like it's it's hard you have to get nominated by uh either a congressman or one of your senators you have to get letters of recommendation your grades have to be on point you have to have so much extracurricular activities all that so that was the goal. I wanted to go there and then get out of there, get a good job, and which I did, but we'll break it down. So luckily, there's an application process. And anytime you have a goal, or you want to get into somewhere, you want to go to this school, or you want to join this organization, work for this company, there's always an application process, whether they give it to you or you can make it yourself, but make an application process, which is those little baby goals, right? The little steps you take. And you have to give your, your goal, look again, like I, I was not really a good student up until high school. I had like reading problems. I just, you know, I, I was interested in school. I'd rather go do boat stuff. Um, but I figured out, you know, I'm gonna have to be a good student to get all these grades. So you need to set again the main goal as wild as you want to want to make it. It can be whatever you want. This goal that I'm using as an example, getting to the school, isn't it? is just kind of a stepping stone for my overall life plan, right? But you set yourself attainable goals and milestones to get there. So, okay, well, shit, I got to get good grades. Okay, well, I can I can put a, like a, you know at least like a solid three or four hours of studying in a school week of just study time, not homework, study time. Or if you take your homework and you start treating it like it's test material and put some effort into it, it'll actually pay off. So, get better grades. Okay, well, I, I can do that, I can get good grades, okay. Um, I, can, I can study for a test and ace it, okay, cool. Um, so getting good grades, right? That was one of the, the main things I had to harp on. Through that, you, I learned a lot of discipline and like, okay, I have to treat this schoolwork like it's gonna make me money. Like it's gonna be my, my purpose, right? So sat there and <laughs> learned everything I had to, did everything I had to to get the grade, to meet the mark. Um, another one of those things was you need a 27 or higher on the ACT. Dude, I got 23s like five times in a row. And I'm like, ah, I'm still not making the cut. Okay, now let's make another goal. I need at least a 27 on the ACT. Okay, perfect. I went and I, I you know, I hired, I, I, Thankfully, my parents hired a tutor so I could get better at taking tests because I'm an awful test taker to this day, man. Like, I can read now. I'm like, <laughs> like digest <laughs> Finally, <things>. I can <laughs> read. Finally, I can read shit. And I can get all that, that good stuff. I can learn. I'm a quick learner, thankfully. But uh, taking tests was hard. So I had to study the little ACT booklets. I had to hit a certain number of questions, which this, this process paid off huge when it came time to graduate from KP. So I sat there and I went through a little booklet. I went to the sessions and I hated it. Absolutely like bang, 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 click a click, crystalia, bang, 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 bang. Like hated it, dude. So much. Right. So Skip, I have a question. You said that you weren't the best student until high school, correct? Yeah. All right. So we're kind of opposites right here. So I was always, you know, not top, but like I was all, all, I was a 4.0 student, you know, kindergarten. I don't even know if they do GPA in kindergarten, but as soon as GPA counted up until senior year of high school, I was always, you know, I had a 3.9, 4.0, all yeah. the way up until college when I kind of hit a dub. So that's where I feel like we're opposites. You said 
high school, like go, growing up, it was tougher for you in school. You weren't the best student, but then obviously we see you're very successful now. You, you kind of got out of high school and you're, you're very successful. So with that being said, as a young kid telling people what you wanted to do, have you ever had people say like, man, you're, you're not the best student. Like, are you sure you want to go that route? Like, were people ever like, in a sense, doubting you? When it, when it became in high school, when I, I knew this is what I wanted to do and I would tell people this. At first, yeah, there was, they're like, wow. One, they didn't really know what it was. Um, and they were like, well, you want to go work on ships? Like, what? That's just weird. Like, that was kind of right. like whack to them. And um, some people were like, ah, dude, that's like a really tough like school. Like, right. So did any smart. teachers, whenever you were telling them like where you wanted to go to school, like this prestigious school from for boats and everything like that, were, were any of your teachers or just people that were older than you, whenever you told them that's what you wanted to do, like, and they would tell you, did they ever tell you, well, you need to do better in school, like, you need to have a plan? Did everybody, ever, did anybody ever tell you you needed a plan B, is what I'm trying to get to? Yeah. Um, I said, fuck that. Really? So how? Because did I didn't want it. I knew what I wanted. Right. So, so you, your mindset whenever you heard that was, there is no plan B for me. This is plan A. Um, so so you were, you were very headstrong and dedicated yeah. to what you wanted yeah. to do. Yeah, they're yeah. like, well, what's your backup plan? I was like, eat my ass. That's my backup plan, dude. Like, yeah. I know what I want. If, yeah, if you know what you want, if you love your plan A, there's no reason to have a plan B. Right. And See, whenever I was growing up, I really didn't love my plan. I really never had a solidified plan A. You know, my, my as, a, as a young kid, my, you know, career choice as an adult would, would always change. It would fluctuate. Yeah. Um, I ended up going to college originally to go to vet school, believe it or not. So I was gonna, I was in Sick. at Mississippi State to have a really good like veterinary medicine program. Like and dogs like, and cats, or like livestock, or livestock. Yeah, horses. Yeah, I, grew, and I shit? grew up a country boy. You know, uh, not horses, all that yeah, kind of so stuff. So probably horses. So, but that didn't last very long. Like I said, school didn't school didn't go uh, very well for me. So I ended up transferring home. I kind of because I was homesick wasn't really because of anything else. I mean, grades weren't very good, but, you know, going to a new city where you really didn't know anybody. I was out there every day in my dorm room, like, man, I kind of want to go home. I miss my little brother and my parents, my older brother. Everything I know is home. So I ended up transferring, and I had to, like, really quickly change my major. Not to anything I specifically wanted to do. I, almost, I, I really changed my major to whatever was available that I thought that I would like. So mm -hmm. I, I didn't pick a career choice based on something that I was passionate about. Now, mm -hmm. over time, did I become passionate about it? Yes, because the career choice that I chose when I transferred was kinesiology. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. But at that time, I wasn't in the gym. You know, I didn't know anything about human anatomy, anything like that. Good thing I ran into Dylan, who kind of, you know, um, taught me everything that I know now. Yeah, he's like, hey, good shit. Right. right. Yeah, so that's, that's where I feel like me and you were kind of opposites right there. So you, you knew what you wanted to do. You were headstrong about it. I was kind of, you know, really good in high school, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Yeah, and then people would, they didn't really doubt me because I said it was such conviction, like this is what I am going to do. And if you look into uh, manifestation, which is really prayer, prayer is really manifestation. Yeah, speaking your, things into existence. Yeah, stuff like that. and then that, that's all prayer is. You're just talking to, an, an, you know, someone about it. Yeah. But I would, I, you know, through prayer and I didn't realize what manifestation was, but I was manifesting everything that's happened so far when I was in high school. I was like, I am going to this institution. I am going to have this job. Right. I'm going to do this and set myself up for success for the rest of my life. And uh, a lot of doubt actually came from the institution itself. They're like, dude, yeah, because like, I, I competitively sailed in high school. Right. That was a big plus for me. And then uh, I wanted to be a really, 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 really good sailor. Um, Again, manifesting, like, I know I'm going to win these races, right? And I got my ass kicked for, like, the first two years, dude. Right. Just, Did uh, it make you I'm doubt what you were doing? It made me doubt my ability to be a better sailor, but I loved it so much. I knew what I wanted to do. So the goal was to win races. Well, eventually, through wanting it so bad, I meet the guys I need to meet who started mentoring me and making me a better sailor. They trained me on their own time, um, got me ready. Eventually, I made it to the world qualifier qualifiers. Um, to eventually go to um, the world championships, didn't make it because I got I got my ass kicked again at the world qualifiers. There was like fifty right. boats. I was like twenty five or twenty six, dude. It was it was rough. Yeah. But as far as like domestic competition, man, I I ate the golf up, man. Yeah. So to kind of uh, um, 
make relevant to the topic what I was just talking about previously, it's hard to set a goal whenever you don't have a, lar- a, a long time goal in mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's hard to set a goal to work towards what you want mm-hmm. when you don't know what you want. Yeah, it's like, you know that, what I mean. Like, it's so, like, so, like you don't know which route to take, and that's where I was, and that's almost kind of where I still am right now. Like, I'm not sure exactly what route to take. So, with me being only 21, I'm just taking baby steps. You know, one day at a time, one month at a time. Like, kind of, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm always like on social media and, you know, just on YouTube and just trying to figure out what it is that I'm really interested in. Because, like I said, man, yeah. after the past two years working with the baseball team, long term, I know this is very generic. But long term, I want to work with kids. Now, whatever that may be, you know, I don't know what it is yet, whether I have to go back to school to be a teacher, pediatrician, whatever it is, like working with kids is what I want to do. So Wyatt, I wanted to ask you, um, I know me and Skip kind of went back and forth just now about us being kind of opposites growing up. So what about you? What kind of student were you in high school and growing up and getting to that point? I've always just been uh, super determined, you know. I, uh, I when I, Every time I say I'm going to do something, I do it. So like, all right, I'm going to graduate high school. And, uh, right. I've always had phenomenal grades went to college okay four years college passed got my degree left there so I've always been uh, kind of just like zoned in right. you know so like, did you always know what career path you wanted or did that ever change for you or how'd that go um I went into uh, southeastern wanting to be a physical therapist took like one class I changed my major after the third day of school started right. my freshman year because they were like, yeah, if you want to be a physical therapist, you have to have a 4-0 all four years. And I was like, nah, I'm trying to drink a little bit. Like, right. I so have a little rem- Whenever I changed my major to kinesiology, which is the same major you had, whenever I, would, I was in, um, I forgot what class it was, but it was, it was sophomore year. So I'm at Southeastern now. I'm a sophomore. I'm new at Southeastern. And they were like, um, yeah, you got to have a 4.0. It's really hard to get into PT and OT school. Like, you got They only accept... I'm going to just make up a number because I don't remember what it was. They only accept 15 out of 100. Let's just say that. Well, I'm already at the bottom of the list because my GPA dropped really quickly in Mississippi. My GPA fell. So at that point, I had to change my concentration from exercise science to um, fitness and human performance. Because fitness and human performance is pretty much just like being a strength trainer. You can go work at a college, do that. You know, do like pretty much what Dylan does with level up athletics. Just training kids in the gym. But exercise science is more of like the human anatomy part of things like the science behind that was why your body moves the way it moves why you know why it does what it does whenever you're exercising working out playing sports all that kind of stuff well i'm sitting in my desk after they told me that i had to have a 4.0 and i'm like well there goes plan b you know what i mean plan a was crushed plan b was crushed right there you know what i mean so right now i'm kind of just not really lost but like really just trying to figure out like all right so what's next and I have a couple ideas here and there, but like they always change, like I said. So I'm kind of in the middle of, you know, just, just like I said earlier, going month to month, trying to um, get out of my house is step one. Step two, really just trying to figure out what my passion is, because I've had so many different passions recently. I've, I've dabbled in photography, you know what I mean? I have a little secondary Instagram, it's in my bio. Uh, I really like, I mean, I like the gym, but I don't know if that's what I want to do with the rest of my life. So that also had me thinking, like, man, like, it's too late to change my major again. I'm a junior. Like maybe school isn't for me. Should I go? Should I go learn a trade? Should I go to the military? You know, all that kind of th- all that kind of stuff, which makes it hard for me to to set goals whenever I don't know which route to take. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it seems like you two were, were pretty headstrong growing up, which is where I, I'm the outcast in this situation. I wasn't very headstrong. I mean, I was a very determined person. I was determined to be successful. But successful in what was the lingering question, you know? Yeah, they have that for, um, the longest time. I'm probably going to butcher this, but it's a Bible verse that says, but there's no vision that people will perish. Right. The same thing, like, with your goals. Where, yeah, you it's like it. where if you don't have a, a vision, if you don't know where you want to be or what goal you want to achieve, it's going to perish. Right. Kind of like you don't know what you want to do at school. That's why you keep failing at school. Right. Make sense? Yeah. So you have to have vision. Oh, I'm going to go there for this. Like, I, my major was criminal justice. I said, okay, I'm a criminal justice major. My freshman year, I said, okay, I'm a criminal justice major. Let's get to work. Like, right. this is what I want to do. Boom, four years and done. Right. So how long ago for you, Wyatt, and you two, Skip, how long ago was it for y'all that y'all thought of Dharma? Like, how long ago did that become born into existence? In two, mo- two months and eight days, nine days. See, that's huge for y'all to get this far in just a short amount of time. That, just, that really goes to show how determined y'all were. See, I really, um, I actually had not really a fail, failed clothing brand, but, you know, I kind of game planned one 
I want to say around November. It was it wasn't anything gym related. It was just strictly like a clothing brand, like hoodies, yeah. t-shirts, you know that kind of stuff. Well, you know, I had the logo, I had you know the colorway, all that kind of stuff. I had some mock-ups that I have. I have a couple, and Dylan has a couple, but I didn't have the finances to get started. You know what I mean? So like, it's almost like a like a repeating like trend in my life. Like, you know, I'll think of something and like, man, that won't work out. What can I do next? I'll think of something and it wouldn't work out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like with me being so young, like I've just accepted the fact that like it's gonna happen. And I'm sure y'all have had you know ideas that kind of fell through, and you're like, you know what? So what? Like I, yeah, I'm dude, young, this... I have so much time to figure it out. All this kind of stuff. This so, was, uh, this was my plan. I, I I I didn't have the money either. However, like I pulled my entire uh, down payment for a house. Right. Uh, that's all gone. Really. That's that's my business now. So now. Well, it seems like it's working out, and it's only getting bigger, so that's huge. Yeah, just trying to grow, man. It's huge. Oh, it's going to happen. You got to invest in yourself, and whenever you have a vision, go all in on it. Like I said earlier, Mm -hmm. don't wait till tomorrow or next week. Like, do it today. Right. You want to start your clothing brand now, do it today. Right. Get your logo done today. Go ahead and get far off of your LLC with the state. Like, go ahead and make it a business or whatever you want to do. Same thing with your goals. If you have a goal, set it today, start it today. Right. And speaking of Dharma, I wanted to ask you to this as well. Um, y'all, the photo shoot we had the other day, I think, went very smooth. I loved it. I actually had a lot of fun being in front of the camera. That's something I love to do. I love being behind the camera. Like I said, I like I like photography, but being in front of the camera is something I've always liked to do as well. So, how exciting was that for you two? You know, just kind of watching it all unfold. You know, seeing all your products and all of us, like you know, all of us uh, athletes and stuff like that. Maybe future Dharma athletes. I don't know. It was a good looking group. But um, yeah. how exciting was that for y'all to watch that unfold, you know? Dude, it was badass. I love that shit, man. I, I, so I remember cool. I was sitting down on the, on the bench in the gym watching everybody else take their pictures, waiting for my turn, and I'd just look over, and I would just see y'all two, you know, like, yeah, this is lit, you know, smiling, whatever. And then I remember watching. That's, uh, us, that's us in general, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a good personality to have, you know, just yeah. very excited, you know what I mean? But um, I felt the excitement for y'all. Cause I was like, man, I know they're older than me, but like maybe I can be there one day, you know. Just Not that watching much my own product, yeah, you know, unfold in front of my eyes. And pe- you have a lot of people backing y'all up too, which is huge. Yeah, I have a really good support system. Um, no, if I had to describe the photo shoot, um, the main thing I felt, I was tired one, but right. the, the main. <laughs> I know you do a lot at night, you know, bo- uh, dude, yeah. packing up uh, boxes and everything and sending them out. I can only imagine. Yeah, but dude, I was just sitting there and I was like, the feeling I had was just proud. Absolutely. Like I was I proud of myself. I, I was like, I was like, damn, I'm really d- doing this. Like Dude, I did I was this. So proud of you, bro. I was like, and look at you go, man. I'm looking at all all my best friends wearing my clothing and doing it for me. I didn't pay y'all anything. Y'all were just like, I was proud I that took I off have friends. Work. I took off of work to be there because I was so excited to. I appreciate know, just, that. I was so excited. I, I really did. It was Tuesday at work, and I also work for a little pool company on the side, just a little summer gig that I do. So I was at work, and I caught wind of the photo shoot. And I went straight up to my boss as soon as I saw the text, and I said, "Hey, I'm not gonna be here tomorrow. Um, something came. I didn't even tell him. I said, "Hey, something yeah. came up. Um, That's I awesome. That's lit. So I missed out on $120 to come watch y'all's product unfold, which was huge. I was we got really excited this, for man. that. Yeah. No, please, don't. <laughs> y'all don't owe me anything. I don't owe me anything. I was, re- that, I, was I was just really excited. The for y'all. coolest thing, though, I think you you said it very well. Was I was I was like, dude, this is badass. Like, and then getting to meet new people through it, which I love to do. And then seeing all these people super stoked for you and this brand. Yeah. No, it was cool because, like, that was the first time anybody else has worn their clothing besides me and you. So they're, like, <laughs> they're all, like, putting, like, why? This is fire. Like, right. It is fire. Like, I'm going like, to let dude, y'all know if, if y'all were ever questioning buying a Dharma, you know, shirt, short, leggings, whatever, do it. The material is fire. I would compare it to Alpha Lee, Jim Shark, anything like that. So I would definitely do it. Absolutely. Technical difficulties. Yeah. How much do you think we uh, missed there? I have no clue, but it's fine. Is the audio still rolling? Oh, yeah. Oh, so you okay. still get the audio. We'll put it in. Oh, we might not even put this on uh, like YouTube. <laughs> we'll see. My, I, my computer's kind of fucked right now. Right. Yeah, well, we're, we're back in business here. If we need to get the, the software, dude, we'll just put it online. All right, sorry about that, everybody. We had some tactical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, you it was know, just the camera. We don't the really camera need it. died. Audio's still going, yeah. but the camera died. But, you know, we're here. Figure that out. We're live. But, yeah, we're definitely putting on YouTube, man. The lighting's great. Come on. Yeah, but no, I was just uh, super proud just seeing, like, my friend group, my support system, y'all being there for me. Um, dude, it was just unbelievable. I, I think I went to bed at, like, midnight the night before, and I woke up at 4.30. And I right. the, the first thing I did when right. I woke right. up was I watched a motivational video about, like, Gymshark, how we started it. 
talk about it in his garage. He brought a screen printer and stuff like that. And I was like, man, like I want to be, I want to be that dude. So, so wide. Are you a Steven Guzman fan or for Alpha Lee? I mean, Christian, Christian Guzman. Oh, Chris, Christian yeah, Guzman. I was, oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. wait, I butchered that. You're a Guzman fan. Yeah, dude, I've always uh, like supported him, his brand. Most of my clothes are Alpha Lee, but now they're all Thermo. Right. But uh, you watch no. his videos and everything. Are you are you keeping up with the Alpha Land? I, um, I try to watch his videos. Um, they're just too long. <laughs> they are long. You got to have a lot of time. They're, they're way too long. Um, but dude, he's he's got a good head on it. Like he's he's someone I look up to uh, as inspiration. Just because. Oh yeah. He he's he's one of those companies. Unlike Gymshark, I don't even know what the slogan for Gymshark is. It's just I a freaking really Gymshark. It's like a shark. It was original. I own a few Alpha Lead things, but I don't own any. But like so. Alpha Lead is like learn more, dream more, be more. Like there's there's a right. vision. There's purpose. There's a reason why you put the clothing on. So I wanted to create that same aura whenever you wear my clothing. Supposed to inspire you to be like, hey, I'm gonna go out there and find my purpose. I'm gonna do something I love today. I'm going to figure out why God put me on this earth. I'm gonna right. serve other beings today. I'm gonna put my my selfishness aside and serve today. Right. So, so Dharma's uh, ca- Dharma's little uh, catchphrase is uh, find your passion. Would you say this is your passion? It's find your purpose. Purpose. Uh, I get asked that question a lot. They're like, oh, what's your slogan? My like, oh, it's it's find your purpose. They're like, oh, well, is this your Dharma? Is is your yeah. purpose your clothing? And it's, no, it's not. I love it. I love fitness. I love fashion. I think it's a, a dope idea. It's going to blow up. It's going to be a great brand. That's not my dharma. I want to be a mentor for kids one day. I want to teach it like business and sales in school. Way. We're on the same way. Yeah, I definitely Um, I've just had such great mentors growing up and people to look up to, and I'd love to be that for a whole bunch of kids. Absolutely. Like, I want to show like show people like a freaking small town dude from Mandeville, Louisiana, who Living like back to the community. They freaking woke up one day and was like, you know what? I'm gonna start a clothing brand, and like one day I did it, I manifested it, blew up, and I did it from nothing. Right. Like so, that's that's something that's a huge for me. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's a lot of things that I think about. I like I'll, I'll be driving, you know, by myself or laying in bed, and recently this has come about recently. I'm like, man, how? What can I do for kids? Like, what can I do? Like, you know how they have like, um events that you hold and you know you pay so so much at the gate and you know whatever that profit is goes to a certain goes to a certain um like i'm just gonna name one like um heart awareness or something you know what i mean like Like a charity like a charity i've always wanted to like hold something like that for a day where you know i would have kids come in and parents come in or whoever come in and you know just pay a small gay fee a non-profit thing you know have a lot of fun have have food you know, meet people, all that kind of stuff, but all the profits go to a charity or some kind of awareness or anything like that. That's something that I've, I've, I've that's one of my goals, I would say. Well, they do it today. Something like that. Do it today. Game plan it. Game plan it. Exactly. I don't, where, I don't know where I should send the profit to. I don't know where to hold it. So that's. Yeah, start your own charity. Figure out what you want, you, where you want your money to go and start your own uh, nonprofit. Right. So, yeah. yeah, that's, I would say that's one of my long term so goals. I'm, I'm pretty longer, sure you get a lot of tax write offs with that yeah, too. So, one of my longer term goals right there. Not too long. I want it to be kind of soon, you know, maybe before 2021 ends. But getting back to the goals, since you said long-term goals, so so far what we've learned is you need to find your purpose, what we uh, try to do with Dharma, anything we do involved with Dharma, you know, finding our purpose. But you have to, you have to know what it is you want. And that, that's the most important, crucial thing. And it's either going to be really easy or it's going to be uh, difficult. You know, it, it's not easy for you right now. You're still trying to figure that out and nail it down. And hey, a lot of people, a lot of people are. That's not uncommon. So you figure out, Jesus, you figure out what it is you want, and then you're going to go after it headstrong. I didn't give myself any other options. It was this or nothing because I didn't want anything else. I knew exactly what I wanted. I broke down all these goals, so I need to get endorsed by a congressman or a senator. There's an application process for that. Okay, I gotta do. I gotta. I gotta write this essay tonight. I gotta um, go get my thumbprints done at the sheriff's office. I gotta do all this stuff. Blah 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 blah. All this paper. Oh, one of those, an SF87 form. Some of you out there know what that is. It's a pain in the ass. It's a thick ass stack of paperwork, dude. Took me like two weeks to get through it all. But you just divvy it up, like do 10 pages a night, right. whatever it was. Absolutely. My mom would sit there and help me, and, you know, we'd get it done. Because you couldn't read at this point, right? No. You still read, you still following <laughs> along with his finger. The boy, you know what I mean, with yeah, his finger reading. My reading along. comprehension was not good for a long time. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Skip's on the fourth grade reading level, everybody. 
Yeah, if it isn't driving a boat, man. So so what's so what next? You figured out what your goals are gonna be. Yeah. You come up with a game plan. You write it down. I mean, and I and I broke it down into attainable little baby goals, right? And to do that, you build up some atomic habits. Okay, at this point of the day, or you know, on Wednesdays, it's application day. I fill out my application stuff. I do. You can you can apply that same process to scholarships, by the way. Millions go in collecting scholarships every year if you're looking at college. So just start. I mean, they have call. You could fart and get a scholarship at this point, dude. There's so much money out there to be claimed. It's crazy. Yeah. One of my friends got a scholarship for being left-handed. Like what? I can, yeah. I can yeah. lie and say, yeah, I'm left-handed and get a scholarship for that. Dude, no, it's, it's for real. It's inc- but anyway, I don't want to get too off topic. But um, so you break it down, right? Now there's a couple other notes I want to kind of little tidbits that you can start implementing right now, this very second when you figure out your goal is. Again, figure out what you want, right? Break it down, attainable, easy, not easy, but something that's easy to manage to get there. You can do it every week, month, whatever it is, and forming those little habits, right? So those first four things right there, that'll get you to your goal. Side note, get a legal pad, write it down. Legal pad works, I swear by it. If you don't have a legal pad and write everything out, you're digging it up. Yeah, see, in my old dorm room, I used to have a whiteboard, you know, right yeah. next to my sink. And I would write down what I had to do for that week on the whiteboard. Yeah. And I would leave it up there. Whenever something got done, I would erase it. You know what I mean? And yeah. for the most part, at the end of the week, everything was erased. But every now and then, I'd have one or two things not erased on like, there. Oh, and it made me like, I'm like, man, like, I really just didn't do it this week. So, you know what I mean? There's two really uh, big key elements into uh realizing your goals um one of them uh danny actually mentioned this in one of our early episodes probably one or two uh the law of proximity so i wanted to go to united states Merchant marine academy i wanted to do offshore sailing there i want to do all this stuff right um all around boats so i constantly would scope out other king's pointers at the regattas sailboat races i would go to growing up I, and I met them. I found some. And I would always go to the events I knew they were going to. I would be in close proximity to the people I wanted to be like. Um, was through mentors, through um, ROTC in high school, some of my teachers. If I liked them and they had something I could apply for myself to get where I'm going, I would be there. I'd go out on the boats with my dad as much as I could. I would always be pretty close proximity to what it is I need to get to that goal fast forward I've been there done it got the t-shirt I'm here now Um, there's some huge estates that you've seen in the background of our previous episodes when we do them outside I want to get to that level I don't necessarily want a big-ass house in the river it's a lot of insurance I don't care about that but I want to get to that level right and who doesn't? That's great. But I, I really want to get to that level, and there's no other option, right? And I'm going to do it. So, and I want that lifestyle. So I bought a, a place on the river right across from them, and I see them all the time on the boats. They got way cooler boats. I got a little <laughs> chunky, man. We'll get there one day. Yeah, one day, yeah, for sure. Not too far in the future. but Definitely using proximity, surrounding yourself in the right environment, being in the right environment, being around the right people, but also being relentless about that goal you yeah. set out is achieving it no matter what you just said. Like, no matter what, like, I, I was going to do it and I did it. Yeah. So you have to be relentless towards whatever goal you said. That's why, like, yeah. there is no plan B, especially with Dharma. I'm like, nope, this is it. We're doing it. No right. option. I mean, if you need to create a fallback for yourself, I mean, do you really want it? Like, come on. Figure yeah. out what it is you really want. And to no kind other of, options. To kind of piggyback off this law of proximity we're talking about here. Um, I mean, people, I'm pretty sure everybody has heard the term, you are who you surround yourself with. Yep. Um, everybody in your friend group, your circle, your family, you are a piece of them and they are a piece of you. Whether you believe it or not, whether you see it or not, it truly is. And that's something that I tell my, my boys on the baseball team too, like, um, we're all really close. Like, all my boys on my baseball team are, like, best friends. I'm, I'm really good friends with their parents, you know. And I'm like, look, we have a really strong group right here. Everybody pushes everybody. Nobody really, you know, bullies anybody else for the most part. I mean, they're boys. I mean, you're going to have a little bullying and picking and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I'm like, look, stick together because this may be the squad you grow up with and become best friends with. 
Um, try not to get involved with the wrong group because, like I said, you are who you associate yourself with. Um, some people can be some people can be thrown into the wrong conversation um, by something called guilty by association. You know what I mean? So like somebody may have a a bad feeling about you because of who you're friends with. Mm-hmm. So that gets more into networking, which was the next thing I was going to hit on. But again, a law of proximity, get close, as close as you can to your goal. Like my goal is sitting right across from me. I look at it literally every morning, day, night. Um, and getting close to where it is you want to be or who you want to be like, it boosts your energy a lot. It makes so, you work a lot harder. And then... Right, what, what? Let me let me ask you this. So, yeah. like, my uh, my goal is to have, like, number one clothing brand and stuff like that, take over, um, create a movement, stuff like that. How how would proximity work for me? Fucking nut up. Take the trip over to the Alpha Leap or Alpha Land launch party show thing, whatever it is. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Go there. Meet these people. Be in that space. Get some inspiration from it. Okay. I'm not saying you're going to steal ideas or anything yeah, like that. Do a little that, network. But go, go, pick their brain a little bit. And say, you know, hey, how'd go, you get here? All that kind of stuff. You, you, sorry, I don't want to step on you. No, no, no. I don't okay. have any stuff. But go there. Go to those places. Um, take the trip out to the Mecca over in Venice. Yeah. Venice Beach. Go there where all the who's, who's yeah, and, always go. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I, I already knew all this information, right? But it was just to tell them, like, oh, if you want, you want to go to school to be a yeah. doctor, start hanging out with doctors. Literally, okay. Figuring out what they did. So that's a good segue into networking. So that was the next little tool that I had um, to talk about, about getting to your goals, right? So again, through proximity, I meet all these people. We, we were just hanging out with some of my neighbors before we came in here to film this. Uh, a lot of people in here, in this area, these are second homes for them. They're millionaires, multimillionaires, great business guys, whether they're or, or highly paid professionals, you know, some or both. Um, and you, I want to, I want to be a millionaire. I, but I know I, I can't. want to be a millionaire. I mean, yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> so freaking bad. And How's yeah, really bad. I you sound great, buddy. Thank you. But I really want it bad, really bad, more than you want your next meal bad. Because again, I've given myself no other option. So I start through proximity. I start meeting these people, and I've, I've lost a good bit of friends. I stopped hanging out with certain people. Um, my circle got smaller, but it got a lot better. The quality went way up. So now, so quality, not quantity, right? And now I can, I got a, you know, multiple like paralegals I've met who have helped me with my own little business I started before Dharma, who helped me get in here. Lawyers, doctors, entrepreneurs all up in here who I see regularly. I t- like, they'll see me out, you know. You know, washing my truck or out in the boat on the way back in, they'll be like, "Hey, come stop by for a drink." And then they'll tell me what they did with their business. He, he they, like one guy, we might see here in a few minutes. He explained how difficult it is through because of the pandemic right now to get containers of of, of stuff uh, from from China or from Europe right now for his stores because uh, the logistics, everything being so complicated and slow right now. And that's and now if I was focused on going to the bar and hanging out with the boys and getting slammed. I would not hear, have a conversation over some nice scotch about international logistics. And I like that kind of stuff, right? I'm not that smart, but I know people who are, right? And my network has a lot of smart, whether they're, they're, they're here, these guys, young, up and coming, or they're 60 and giving me long life lessons in business that came to me because I want it so bad. Sometimes those are the best friends to have, too, are the older guys who have been through Hell the yeah. They have the best advice. We went out last night for some steaks. And uh, I don't know, oh, at T Rivers, had some good time there on the water. And who was I shaking hands with? Every dude with gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> All the old dudes, man. I was like, hey, what's up? And, you know, there was town councilmen, there were charter captains, there were, uh, one of them was a multimillionaire, and some, some really humble people around here, too. And they don't mind taking in young guys. And anywhere you go where there's highly successful people, yeah, some of them can be, you know, cockfags or whatever. But honestly, a lot of them would love to take someone who's interested in how they do what they do or their business. So you start networking like that. Again, I do boat stuff. Right. So I'm meeting all the people who own all these nice boats. And I'm like, well, what do you do? How do you, how do, you do this on your own? You know, like, and, and they share everything. Right. They don't they've, withhold information <laughs> from you. They're like, 
This is what I do. This is how I do it. They probably have that same feeling whenever you come up to them and start picking their brain about boats or whatever their business is or however they got to where they're at. Imagine how you would feel if an 8, 9, 10 year old kid came up to you asking you about boats. Oh. You'd be so excited. I'd be like, to, dude, to hop sit, on. You'd be like, man, yeah, sit down right here, have a drink, you know, let's discuss. Yeah. That's probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, grab a Capri Sun on a guy's chest and let's come see. Here, that's boy, probably how they feel whenever they see a young guy come up to them who's interested in what they're doing who's on their yeah. way into that business, they probably yeah. get so excited to well, actually they, sit down and discuss with, with, with you what they do. That you energy I mean? uh, of wanting it so bad is contagious. Absolutely. And they love it too. And the cool thing is now they pick my brain about boats. 100%. They're like, hey, like, I have a, I have a uh, chiropractor right now who's like, hey, man, uh, next, next year I'm going to be looking at a serious boat. I've done a couple boat lessons with him. Um, dude, the dude has no idea how to drive a boat. Really? Yeah. Can you no, teach me? Sure. All right, let's do it. It's not hard. Okay. I'll, show, I'll make it. I tell people how to make it easy, but he had no idea what he's doing. But he's like, "Hey, man, you're gonna be my owner's rep. Help me buy a boat." So now, after networking with these guys, I have something to offer them back, and it just keeps going back and forth the whole time, and it's great. And I learn a lot about business relationships and forming meaningful relationships through that. So the networking is like the last big thing I would say that's really gonna help you get to uh, realizing your goals. I absolutely agree. And one thing that I've gotten really good at the past year um, is networking. You know, I've, whenever I kind of went to college, me and all my high school friends started to like drift away. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started hanging out with a lot of, not older, but like 25, 26, 27 year old, old guys who are either very successful in their businesses, you know, like Dylan's a business owner. I have a few other, I have a couple friends that are business owners. Big fan of the older crowd, man. Absolutely. A couple friends that are business owners, a couple friends that are just really high up in their company. And even my friends that aren't high up in the company yet, they have a really good mindset to get there. And those are the kind of people that I like to hang around with because I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to any names but like and I still love these people to death but like my high school friends like they didn't really have that dedication to you know being really successful they were really complacent with you know just going to work every day working at nine to five coming yeah. home and going to bed like that that mm -hmm. repeating cycle until retirement which isn't really something that I want to do so that's why I really like hanging out with I'm 21 I like hanging out with people that are 24 25 26 who are in their career that are on their way to being very successful whether they're very successful yet or not those kind of people are the people that I hang out with a lot more now. Yeah. And they teach me a lot of things because they've been 21 before, you know what I mean? So they've been yeah. where I'm at, where they didn't really know what they want to do. So I've gotten a lot of great advice from all these friends that I've met over the last year about, you know, like, hey, like, don't do that. You're slipping up. Like, make sure you keep your head on straight and go this way. Yeah. So that's been a really huge part in my, um, I wouldn't say success, but, but like my, my mentality the last you know few months to a year, mm. which has been huge for me. So I've learned how to network pretty well through those guys. Yeah, it's, um, it's critical. It, and there's it, a little bit of an art to it as well as a hustle. Uh, but eventually it becomes effortless because those relationships become more of you know, a friend group. A friend right. Base. I mean, they've become my best friends. Yeah. You know, those are the only people I talk to on a daily basis. You know, we, we've, we've been on vacations together. Um, uh, you know, after work, I'll go to the other house and we just play video games. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, kind of wind down with those guys. You know, we still talk about, you know, like they they just teach me lessons about what to do, what not to do, because they've been in my shoes before. Yeah. And hopefully one day I'm in their shoes, you know, high up in a company, owning a business, whatever. So, uh, yeah, networking's huge. Yeah. So everybody's got to do it. I guess just to wrap things up. Yep. Step one, figure out a goal. Uh, step one, know what you want. Step two, define that into a goal. Step three, make little baby goals. Some things that are easier to manage and attainable, right? So you can't just be like, well, I'm gonna go to this badass school. No, you gotta figure out how you gotta get in there. Okay, I gotta get a sign off, I gotta get an application, I gotta get a 27 at least on my ACT. All these little baby goals. Couple those little baby goals with um, the habits that are make you the person that's going to succeed in that and then get close to it law of proximity get super close as close as you can right go make the trip somewhere if you want to be a doctor go go walk into a hospital i don't know if they allow that right now with covid and shit i don't know but go <laughs> go to a hospital yeah. go to a practice you know talk to your doctor when you get your annual checkup or something you know um someone in your family or friend group must know a doctor you can go talk to i'm sure they'd love to you know, whatever it is. Um, and then, again, for me, I did law of proximity first and then networking second. 
um, networking is huge. So it, you will get uh, plethoras of resources, whether it's finances or advice uh, through networking as well. And it's, it's something you should really invest a lot of time and effort into. So I think there's definitely some nuggets for people to go reach some goals today. And I hope each and every one of you watching figures out what you first I really hope you guys figure out what you want that's the that's the biggest thing that was the biggest blessing for me is figuring that out very early and then I hope you have a goal that you are passionate about and you go and achieve it and that should be it for the episode yeah guys. I, have, I have one more question so about Dharma so what is speaking of goals um, and we're going to relate this to Dharma really quick so what is your next goal with Dharma something that you have not yet achieved but you're hoping to achieve very soon so what is that next goal for y'all um, I know my first goal for Dharma. I, I want. What's yours? I want. I want uh, by the next bulk order, I want a thousand dollars in sales a day. See, that's what I'm talking See, that, about. Yeah, that, my, that's the goal. I'm my mine was going to be. I wanted to re uh, replace like my regular revenue from uh, my sales job. Yeah. Okay. So like I wanted to replace what I make now. So I girl, to are you hoping to kind of like let go of that sales job, or are you going to keep that? Oh, my probably. Um, if Dharma explodes, which it will, when it explodes, I'm not going to have time to sell stealth detox water machines. I'm like, <laughs> as silly as that sounds, you know how hard it is to, to sell, sell water? You know how hard <laughs> it is to sell, think like, how hard. knock on the door, would you like to buy some water? It's yeah, hard. It, it's it's very it. hard to do, and I've, I've gotten pretty good at it. However, yeah. I don't want to do that. I'm not super so. passionate about it. I love it. Great product. Yeah. Hit me up if you want to oh, buy by one. By the way. You know, you're all like, wow, that must be so cool to be a partner in a company and just have like a thousand dollars. I'm not making a thousand dollars a day. I'm not going to see, I'm not going to take any of my money from this for a while, dude. I'm in it for the long haul. Like I wrote him a check however long ago for a bulk order. Not even all of it, just some, just some float money. Yeah. And like, I'm, yeah, I'll make it all back and more. Of course, that's how business works, but I'm not taking any of it. It's going right back into the company. That's right. That's how you grind it out. So don't think we're just going to sit here and ball out in another month. Like, no, no. <laughs> $1,000 a day would be great. Like, that's, if we, if we can get solid, it rolling yeah. to where it's $1,000 a day, that'd be fantastic. But what happens, I have to grow my following people to take interest in my product. So step one is start super small, getting my friends to wear it. People could ask you, oh, what is that? Right. Oh, check them out. This is their page. They follow. More yeah. people start kind to follow. To school, so it's like a slow, get people to look yeah. at it and see it. You know slow I mean? process. I got to build and build and build. You can ask him with what I do with stealth. I'm literally on the Dharma page, freaking DM and athletes. Like, hey, like our page, like check us out. Like do this. I follow a whole bunch of people. Like, hey, check us out. You know, it's like networking. It's like, hey, yeah, you would look yeah. great in these. So, how have you had any uh, major athletes? Not even, not even really major athletes, but any like college athletes get back to you and you know buy, invest in your product. Oh uh, yeah, Probably. I'm not, I'm not naming any names yeah, just yeah, yet, but, just because. Well, that's know. huge. That's huge. Wait, Dharma or Stealth? Dharma. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've got, the I've got a. I checked a couple, the DMs. Uh, <laughs> a couple NFL players, and then um, one chick who has like 500k followers so. so i know that's got to feel good for you knowing that, that your product is reaching a much larger following than what you got started with you know yeah but it's not Absolutely. i don't even want to think of it as the product is reaching it's the vision is reaching right the vision like that's, watching your product make it to the top i'm hoping that the, you know they put on the shirt and they're like what else is dharma about and they see on the website oh yeah they have a these retards of a podcast, uh -huh. and yeah. we, we we inspire them and, and get and them. They see my beautiful face in that black stringer. You yeah, I mean? <laughs> looking looking like a gym shark athlete on the website. What? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, great great episode, guys. That was a, that was a great question. Thanks for one. asking that. But uh, yeah. yeah, that that's one of the goals for Dharma eventually. Have gyms and our supplement line. But right now, just growing the brand, getting the vision out there, teach people. I think. Yeah, I think this is the first podcast someone came on. They didn't ask me what the hell Dharma is, which is nice, but I love telling people what it is. But great episode. Yeah, Enjoy. Had a good time. Thanks for I having me. a great time. So, again, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that uh, subscribe button, bell notifications, so you can get all the uh, updates. Like, leave us a comment. If you're on Spotify, give us a follow so you stay up to date as well. Instagram. Dharma underscore underscore apparel and uh, and at Dharma Daddy's podcast yeah. on Instagram and then just Dharma Daddy's on Spotify. Yeah, man, come show us some love or roast me. How about both? <laughs> A little bit of both. I can handle. All he the wants heat. is he just wants attention. 
I just want to get roasted. <laughs> I need someone to like light a fire under my ass next time I hit a deadlift. Day. <laughs> 100%. Well, it was a pleasure, y'all. It was a great episode. I enjoyed talking well done. to each of you. Good job, buddy. Freaking Thanks awesome. for having me. I had a great time. For sure, yeah. We have a good one in the, in the works for y'all. We yeah, next, next week, Austin will be on with Dylan this time, who they work together, they coach oh, yeah. together. And we have something pretty big planned for that one, so See, you're this, not going to want to miss it. This topic, going to shed a few tears. Maybe, and then, maybe oh, not. I didn't even... And then the podcast after that, you might, you might be on the ship. I'll probably be. We're collabing with another podcast. It's called the unsuper. It's called unsupervised. Her name is Madison. She's a fitness model or whatever. I DM'd her on my personal, not on Dharma, and she wants to do a podcast collab. It's two girls. And I need one guy, and we're gonna do it on what guys look for in a relationship. We'll do it, like, on Zoom? Okay, like, so this isn't really a Dharma related. This is more of just like a like a. Is it Dharma related or is it more like a? Well, not everything with this podcast is like Dharma right, related. Right, right. It's business, fitness. Is this in person life, or via Zoom? Yeah. Via Zoom. Oh, let's do it. So we might have been dude like, running up after the weekend, like Monday. Well, she can't till mid-July. <laughs> Alright, y'all. That's going to conclude this episode. Stay tuned for the next one. Like, comment, subscribe, turn on post notifications, follow us on Spotify. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.